through your healing after going through trauma she'll make you laugh Edna Estrada if you're going through trauma you need Edna as your trauma life coach Edna Hello, beautiful soul. Welcome back to the Heal Your Trauma podcast. I am your host, Edna Estrada. I am so excited to be back here. I have a very exciting episode worked out for you today. It's all about manifestation. If you guys don't know, before I get started, I really wanted to take a minute to talk about my new masterclass, Manifesting While Healing. And it's a very special masterclass for me personally because I feel feel like the word of the excuse me the world of manifestation is what really got me excited about my life again like i i knew i had to do the work i knew i had to go through the therapy i knew i had to regulate my nervous system i knew i had to heal all my past traumas and all that work that i was doing it was definitely life saving going to therapy was life saving saving but it is not what breathed life back into me it is not what got me excited to life what got me excited for life was the future it was the idea that somehow magically i could create this beautiful life that looked nothing like the life i had been given and when i think about it now i'm like damn that shit was miraculous as fuck excuse my language but there's really no other way that is exactly the thought that goes to my mind because if you don't know my story i wasn't even i'm i'm speaking to you from the united states now but i wasn't even born here i was born in mexico city i was born to into poverty you know i slept from like the moment i could um sleep without someone um taking care of me i guess as a baby i slept under the kitchen table at my grandma's house who i thought was my mother up until the age of five because there was just no room for me and you know we just set up like some blankets under the kitchen table and that's where i slept and you know i went from that to when my biological my birth mom brought me to the united states i you know we lived in an apartment we lived in a garage when i moved out we i lived in an apartment with my husband and we struggled badly we had to um there was like the first year we moved in we had to really like collect cans so that we could afford a really small christmas tree and you know for the longest when i was single i remember that i would like dig for i lose change like all the time just so i could afford dollar menu stuff and the reason why this is all even important is because money the lack of money the lack of resources the lack of love the lack of of safety it just makes it that much harder to heal i feel like you know it's like you're already in survival mode from what happened to you in my case i had a lot of sexual uh, trauma and you know there were a lot of times where i felt like my life wasn't worth living and to uh, now on top of that throw in like a very real survival or lack of of survival tool which is money you know i had no money it definitely it it amplified that feeling of worthlessness for me you know i felt like what the hell like i'm already worthless my body like 
has been taken from me. I have no money. I have nobody loves me, blah, 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 blah. And it was not a beautiful life at that time, right? It just everything. I had no evidence that anything could change. I had no way. I genuinely felt like there was no way out of that life. Like I was just screwed. And my only option was to just take myself out basically and so i i did i tried a few times i attempted suicide and all three times uh they were failed attempts and by the third time i said you know what i don't i don't think this is how i'm meant to go i think there's a reason why i'm being kept alive and so i started diving into the world of um spirituality I started uh, deciding because I had a big problem with organized religion and I really kind of, I did go to church. Like my mom would make us go. I grew up Catholic and she'd make us. So I, I kind of did believe in God, but I had no relationship with God. So I decided what if I leave just religion out of it and make my own connection with God and, you know, I'll read the Bible and I'll see what like intuitive messages I get from that. And then I started building my own connection my own way. And um, I also started meditating. I started really getting into um, the power of manifestation, the power of intuition. And as I started really diving into that world and really exploring it and really doing the work, I just started seeing the miraculous changes around me. So I do believe this work is really important to healing because when you, when the therapy is not enough, when the medicine is not enough, when like whatever healing tools you're using that are all rooted in your mind are not enough, then I think it's time to sprinkle some magic into your life. And that's exactly what I did. And it worked because as soon as I really started investing in this work, as soon as I started investing my time, my money, my energy, my faith, everything started changing for me. So um, as soon as I started doing this work, we lived in a little apartment. Um, I was able to manifest a better job, first of all. My husband got a raise, a significant raise at work. And thanks to him, honestly, he was so good at, at saving money. He was able to save enough money to um, buy us a home, a duplex home. And so we got this duplex home and we lived there for a few years. And after that home, um, we were able to get the down payment for the home we're in now, which is a in a city, in a suburban area that is quite beautiful. And I never in a million years thought we would be people that lived in this kind of home, in this kind of place with a pool. And, you know, I have people come and help me clean. I have all kinds of services available to me. We are the people that treat our family for like all the events. We are the people that uh, go on really beautiful vacations. And of course, that's not to say that life is perfect. By no means am I trying to say that. But I, I mean, I'm just going to be really blunt. When you do have more financial resources available to you, when you do have um, the capability to give and receive love, when you have love, when you have money, everything just feels a little bit easier. Everything just feels a little bit more bearable. It feels like, oh, this is a bad thing that's happening to me, but life is still very much worth living. And that's why I decided to create the 
Manifesting While Healing Masterclass because I want to teach you how I did all of this. And I actually took out, um, this was not, I didn't plan for this, but I was doing some decluttering the other day and I, I was thinking about getting rid of some of my journals and I just, I changed my mind because um, I'm going to tell you right now, I found one of my old journals and I have an entry here and I'm going to read it to you. I might struggle because I think when I was writing this, I think I might have been crying or I might have been pissed. I don't know what's going on, but I can hardly understand my writing. Nonetheless, I was able to understand it enough that as I I was reading it, I was like, oh my gosh, like the way my life has changed. And even as I'm reading this journal entry, I'm like, fuck, I was really good at this even back then, even when I couldn't um, see ev any evidence that things were working out for me, my brain, I had already retrained my brain to support me. And I just, I think that's fabulous if I do say so myself. So I'm going to take a minute to read this entry for you guys bear with me as i try to decipher some of my own writing but i just i really want to paint a picture to you of what of how you can start changing things around with just your thoughts okay so let me start so i wrote and i wish i would have had a date around here but it looks like this is from 2017 i don't know why i i now i write dates on all my journal entries i don't know why i didn't do that before but i'm pretty sure this is from 2017 because i have a picture of my baby boy and he seems to be about one two one or two years old and he was born in 2015 Anyway, I digress. Okay, let me start with the journal entry, okay? So it says, Dear God, I'm trying to give up again, but I can't. I can't give up. I don't know why I can't. I'm mad at you and still I feel wrong coming to you for what I want. Money, success, leadership, happiness. I feel like it's wrong to ask for those things. I, f I feel like it's only okay to ask you to save me, not to help me thrive. It feels greedy. It feels like I'm asking you to do something bad for me. Like you're helping me get away with something bad. I'm scared I'm not good enough to help women heal their trauma. What if the only way to help women heal their trauma is the clinical way? What if all the things I think are just me being delusional? What if I'm lying to myself? What if I'm lying to them? What if I'm full of shit? And then I stop. So in this part, I guess I caught myself. And it's so interesting, like the writing in that first part, it's like, I think I was crying. I don't know. I'm pissed. I can barely make out the, the writing. And then it changes. My writing starts getting clearer. I understand what I'm writing. Um, yeah, I understand what I'm reading and my thoughts completely changed. So right after that, it was just like a little venting session and I write, but I'm really not full of shit. I'm really not. What if I'm not full of shit? What if I'm onto something? Because if I was full of shit, how come I also, how come I was able to get out of my mom's house of horrors how was i able to speak out against my attacker even when i knew that people in my world would turn against me how was i able to do something so brave how was i able to break that cycle how was i able to manifest a home how was i able to manifest manifest so many beautiful things and so many beautiful adventures how was i able to quit my job 
and start the business of my dreams? How was I able to go from wanting to die every single second of the day to jumping for joy at least once a week saying, I love my life? Why do my kids come to me at least once a week and tell me, mom, I love my life? Why do they feel so safe in my presence? Why do I, despite everything I've been through, feel excited about my future? Why do I laugh so much and experience so many moments of gratitude so deeply that I feel the need to drop to my knees and say, thank you, Lord, because the things I experience are nothing short of miraculous. I am a walking miracle. My life is miraculous. Thank you. I will not give up. I can't. I literally can't. Okay, so I hope that wasn't too painful to listen to. Like I said, I think when I journal, and I still do that to this day, when I journal, I just kind of go on these like rants and my my writing is not usually um decipherable <laughs> it's hard to decipher my writing but i mean i hope you get the, the the tone of it the gist of it like this place of like holy shit like genuine genuine gratitude a genuine ability to see what could be a genuine even back then that was before we had the house where we live now like right now i'm dreaming up a different house i really want to move um, I have bigger travel plans. I have bigger goals in my business. I have a lot of different things, but you know, it started somewhere. And before I was even in that part, um, before I was even thinking about how I could get my business going and come into this house, I had to first decide that it was possible for me that I could manifest beautiful things. Because like I said, how do you go from like, damn, I want to die every single day. I like, there's no freaking way out of this horrible, horrible movie. How do I jump from like being in the Halloween freaking movie to like the rom-com, the funny comedy you know the hallmark movie it feels impossible but it's not it's not impossible it's very possible and it's quite easy actually if you put in the work well maybe i shouldn't use the word easy yeah i spoke too soon i'm sorry maybe it's not easy but it's easier it's way easier than just hating your life for the rest of your life and dying miserable and lonely and without ever re uh, realizing any of your dreams right so in that sense it's just easier to go for your dreams it's easier to spend a year or do or two doing the hard work and then just getting used to that, getting used to thinking positive thoughts, getting used to the affirmations, learning how to use them when you don't believe in them, learning how to train your brain, learning how to train your body, learning how to train your energy, then to just become a drifter and succumb to whatever shit the world gives you. So anyway, today I just wanted to share with you some tips so that you can start getting out of that mentality that this is not going to happen for you, that this can't happen for you, okay? Because let me tell you, first and foremost, that is a big ass bullshit lie. I don't know who told you that. I don't know if they meant well. I don't know if you tell yourself that as a survival mechanism, as a way to protect yourself, but you are not protecting yourself. That mentality is hurting you. 
it's hurting you. You have to be willing to believe that good things are coming. Okay, so that's your tip number one. You have to be willing to believe. I'm not even saying you have to believe now. I know that takes a minute to say, yeah, I believe in magic. I believe good things are here for me. But you have to be able to at least build a bridge first. You have to be willing to believe that this is going to happen to you. Allow that little crack in the in your uh, fort of misery. Allow a little crack of light to come in and tell you, yes, 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 this is possible for me. Yeah, you know what? There might be a way that I can shift things around. There might be a way that I can make career move. There might be a way that I can reclaim my body there may be a way that i can fall in love again there might be a way that i can feel safe there might be a way that i can start traveling there may be a way where i can make lots and lots of money and never have to worry about starving ever again there might just be a way so tip number one is to believe tip number two is that if you do start believing then you have to take it seriously. Tip number two is to take it seriously. So it's easy. I see this a lot. I did this. When you start believing in the world of manifestation and you're like, oh, all the crystals or all the prayer or the witchcraft or whatever your form of manifestation manifesting is it's easy to say like kind of bury your hand in the sand and just kind of wait for things to happen and that's not how it works right i just i want to make that clear manifesting takes aligned action it takes um investing in yourself it takes rubbing elbows with the right people and to do that you have to like i said first of all believe that it's possible for you and then second take it seriously do the work. Do the work. Keep your eye out for the opportunities and jump on them. Okay, the only way that you can really see results is if you trust yourself. If you start um, going against what like, so for example, for me, the world that I grew up in, I grew up in this very um, kind of what you would picture a stereotypical latino community right it's like work hard like we came into this country to work really hard and that's the only way that you can do anything and i got bullied severely severely in in um, middle school because i didn't have like the brand name shoes i didn't have the boyfriends i wasn't your traditional idea of western beauty and if I would have stuck to that by those measures, I was not good enough. And because this, these were the people in my world and this is what they were telling me, I had to make a conscious decision to go against what in my mind, quote unquote, was everybody. So I had to go against everybody's point of view. And in my culture, you respect your parents, you respect their beliefs, you respect what they tell you. So if these like, older wiser people that sacrifice their lives to come into this country are telling you you need to keep your mouth shut and work really hard and families family is everything no matter what then i would have probably honestly and i i do feel this with my heart and this is why i'm going to say it i probably would have ended up killing myself because 
my family, in my family is where I was getting molested. Um, I was already working really hard. I, you know, by the time I was 16, I had three jobs and I still had no money because I was being financially abused by my mom. I was giving her all my money and I was doing all the right things. I was saying yes to everybody. Yes, 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 yes. If I would have stuck to those standards and this was just not coming from the elders because the elders have passed this mentality on to their children. And so all my friends, all the people that I knew had similar beliefs. Like this is it. This is it. So, and this is the only world I knew. I didn't have any rich friends. I didn't have anybody else that I looked up to that was like going against that mentality. This was it. This was my world. And without any evidence, I had to take what I was trying to achieve seriously enough that I had to go against everybody and say, no, I, I don't believe it. I'm not buying, I'm not buying what you're selling. I'm out. And so I did. And that, that triggered a lot of people that got a lot of people. I lost a lot of friends that got a lot of people not to talk to me. Like it, it changed, but guess what happened? Guess what happened? How many of you know that as soon as I made that decision, a whole new world of people opened up to me. It was as if I had literally passed a level in a video game and I started meeting different people. I started making different friends. I actually started having conversations with different people in my family that I had never had relationships with with before that had their own businesses that were doing well. It like completely like that. It's like I was a fish in a little fishbowl and I just freaking grew and like I didn't fit in that little fishbowl anymore. So like God took me out and threw me into the lake. And then I kept growing and growing and growing out of that world. And eventually I got dumped into like a bigger like river and then, you know, into the ocean. So that's my tip number two. Take yourself fucking seriously. You are your boss. You make the decisions. You make your choices whether you have evidence that they're going to be real or not take it seriously because if you don't take yourself seriously you're going to fall for the lies that you're surrounded in right now and the lies that you're surrounded in right now are what got you into this like world that you don't like in the first place you don't even like this world that you're in so why the hell do you care what anybody in that world says get out Take yourself seriously. Respect yourself enough to trust yourself and get out. My third tip is that you need to declutter. You really need to start decluttering. So it kind of goes back to what I was saying. You know, you have to be willing to lose friends. You have to be willing to make some people angry. If they learn from the situation, so if you piss them off and if they learn from that and if they learn to be mature and to listen, you guys can probably grow together. But if you don't, then you really can't have them hold you back, right? And that's not to say like you got to go out there and tell people like, fuck you, like I'm not doing this anymore. It doesn't have to be such a dramatic, um, fearful experience. It could just be a soft no. I'm sorry. It's it's like you just you don't have to fight it. You just don't have to do the things that you don't want to do. But in order for you to manifest the things that you want to manifest, you have to create that energetic space for your um for your manifestation to come through. Okay? Because 
if you are overcrowded with things in your life, you're not even going to, you're going to feel too overwhelmed. You're going to feel too overwhelmed. You're not going to be able to listen. You know, intuition is a big key part of manifesting. And when you have so much noise in your mind, um, it's harder to listen to your intuition. So you really need to find ways to keep your energetic space as decluttered as possible. And that's both mentally, spiritually, and physically. So if you have a big mess in your house, in your car, in your like whatever, it's time to clean up. It's time to dust. It's time to donate. It's time to trash things that you don't need, right? And the same goes for your the people in your life and the same goes for like all the things that you're you're thinking about in your mind that are stopping you from getting to the life that you want okay so that's step number uh three declutter and then i'm just going to give you one more step number four is misalignment okay so if you're disconnected from the feeling of having the thing that you want if you feel like it's just the big big dream and you can't even you don't follow the aligned action if you feel like you can't well then you won't right because it's not like i really do believe that god's not sitting there kind of and again you know use your own beliefs you know, the universe angels whatever they're not sitting there saying okay Edna can have that. She cannot have that. That's not for her. I don't think that's how it works. I think we get to have whatever we want, whatever genuinely makes us happy. In my case, I believe that God uses us for his like own purpose, for his own glory. And so I think if something makes me really happy, I get to have it. But things that make you truly happy really have to come from your heart. So a lot of us think that we're going to be happy if we have the thing that the influencers on social media have, right? But I think that's where there's a misalignment when we think that because somebody else is happy with something or because somebody else looks happy in a picture, that if we have the thing that they have, we'll be happy too. But that's, I don't, I think that couldn't be further from the truth. For some people, they could have like a billion, gajillion dollars and that would not make them happy in the least. Even if they could give it to like all the poor people in the world, it wouldn't make them happy. Some people are genuinely happy just like chilling in the woods, you know, away secluded from other people and they'll manifest that. Some people are only truly happy when they're out, you know, working in hospitals. Some people are only truly happy when they're stay-at-home moms and they they get to fully raise their family and give them that love. And that's okay. Everybody has a different version of what is happiness for them. But the, the misalignment happens when you have no freaking clue what's going to make you happy. So you just choose somebody else's happiness and you try to make it your own. And then you can't get to it and you wonder why it's not working. Well, it's because your heart doesn't truly want it. You're not truly aligned to that thing. And even if you are, you're trying to do the things that other people do to get there. You're trying to kind of jump on their timeline and do it their way. And that's never, ever, ever going to work for you because you 
are you. You have your own path. You have your own way of getting to things. So when you hear someone on the radio say, you know, or I don't know why I say on the radio. Is that even a thing anymore? Um, when you hear someone say like, well, I journaled every single day for 30 days and for five hours straight. And you're like, okay, that's what I have to do. And you're freaking miserable doing that because you hate journaling or you don't have time to spend five hours journaling. And it's just so stupid. Guess what? You're not going to freaking manifest shit because that's not your path. You have in order for you to figure out what your path is in order for you to get to where you want to be. You have to listen to your own heart, to your own uh, subconscious, your own conscious, to your own intuition. You have to listen to your body, what feels right in your bones and what doesn't. Okay? I hope that resonates with you. I hope you get it. I hope you hear me. So anyway, those are my four tips for you. I hope you find them helpful. I have a lot more tips and I have so many more stories that I want to share with you guys about this process of manifesting while healing, while you're in your dark thoughts. So if you'd like to learn more, please, please come join me for Healing and Manifesting. Um, it's a masterclass that I will be hosting on February 10th. And you guys, when I talk about my masterclass, I really want to share with you that I really do pride myself in making them a little bit different. I make them super interactive. Like for this class, I'm going to need you to bring in a blindfold. I'm going to need you to bring some crayons, some paper, some um, a pen, because it's really hands-on. It's not me just talking at you telling you things kind of like we're doing in this podcast where I'm just talking 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 I don't believe you retain information as much when you're just listening I know I love listening to podcasts and the reason why I started a podcast is because I just decided that I was gonna submerge myself into healing content and so sometimes that means that when I'm in the shower, I mean, I'm not going to be writing stuff down when I'm in the shower or when I'm driving, but I do like to listen to things while I'm there. So might as well make it, you know, content that serves my subconscious. But when it comes to the masterclass, when it comes to uh, providing a place where I, you know, where I want you to learn and where I want you to genuinely heal and grow and understand then you better believe I'm going to make it a somatic experience where you engage all of your senses and your body and your mind and your creativity and your intuition. And I teach you how to get your own answers, not my answers. I can show you the process on how to get to your process. I can show you, I can give you like the signs, but I would never for a second say, you better do it my way or you're not going to get there because I know that everybody has their own path in their own way. But again, I really do pride myself in making that a different experience as far as masterclasses go. There's going to be uh, some pretty cool bonuses. There's going to be, as you guys know, um, I am a hypnotherapist. That's my first and foremost favorite um, had in my job. So I'm going to include uh, one hypnosis. I'm going to include a um, meditation. I'm going to include a workbook, an implementation workbook. So I'm going to make sure that you get the absolute best, the absolute most out of this masterclass. Okay. So if you guys want to join me, I'm going to add the link 
to the show notes. The price is going to go up every week until we go live. And then it's going to go up one last time after the live. So if you want to get in for the um, cheapest price, then log in right now. Okay, um, book it right now. And um, just look out for the emails that are coming because they are going to prepare you for what is to come. Okay, and if you guys find this helpful, please, you guys, please rate it and review it. Um, it really helps me move up in the charts so that if other women that are going through trauma are looking for a podcast to help them heal, they can find this one and they can receive the content. So it's a way for us to help each other. Okay. All right, you guys, I love you so much. Have a beautiful, beautiful week. I hope to see you guys inside the Manifesting While Healing Masterclass. Uh, that would be super exciting because I think it's going to be a phenomenal, phenomenal masterclass. Okay, I love you guys. See you later. Bye. Edna Estrada, if you're going.